0: Welcome to the latest episode of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This week we're discussing Aubrey. This first aired about midway through the second season, specifically January 6th, 1995. The average IMDb user rating is 7.5 out of 10. Now, the writer on this episode is Sarah B. Cooper. This is her first of two X-Files episodes that she's written, and she was coming off of three episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation as her only credited previous work. Uh, the episode titles for Next Generation were The Wounded, New Ground and Ethics, and since the Star Trek franchise is well known for soliciting outside scripts for their TV episodes, that probably is her first professional work, at least in the TV and movie arena. She's since continued on to Chicago Hope, she got story credit for Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, she worked on Homicide Life in the Street, House, and more. The director for this episode is Rob Bowman, and I've seen his work before, and it's getting to be kind of signature work for Rob Bowman, where he's got a very strong visual instinct, and he's got some great images to help tell the story, but the story itself is a little bit weak. The basic story is that a serial killer has past traits and genetic memories down to a grandchild, and this grandchild is now committing new crimes in the same Pattern in the same modus operandi as the original serial killer, as well as locating and digging up remains of previously undiscovered victims. This goes back to FBI agents who were missing in 1942. And that's what brings Mulder and Scully in on this case. We've got another slideshow presentation. We've seen a couple of those this season, especially since Scully's return from her abduction. We also get more indications of Mulder's porn obsession when he mentions that one of the reasons he wants to take this case is because he's always been fascinated by women named B.J. In this case, the B.J. Morrow character is played by Deborah Strang, who has a fair amount of work before and after, including the voice of Aunt May Parker in Spectacular Spider-Man. The older version of Harry Cogley, who was the original serial killer, has a very long career, going back to 1956. And in fact, this one episode of The X-Files and one episode of Millennium were his last two credited jobs on the Internet Movie Database. Probably the most notable guest star is Terry O'Quinn. Now, this is his first appearance in The X-Files. He actually makes three appearances, two in the series and one in the movie as three different characters. He also had major roles in Harsh Realm, where he appeared in every episode, and Millennium, where he appeared in 41 out of 67 episodes. But these days, he's probably best known as John Locke on the series Lost. And he puts in a very strong turn as the chief of police in Aubrey. The title of the episode is the name of the town it's set in, Aubrey, Missouri, although there are fair chunks of it that take place in Nebraska, which is where cogley lives now and used to live then. So the plot itself is fairly forgettable. As I mentioned, we get some fairly strong imaging. We see some the limits of technology at the time. They are pushing it. It's nice to see they don't have an automatic answer. They kind of have to guide the software and find something that's consistent with their instincts, but it's not decisive. Even when Mulder says, oh, you're right, the carving on this ribcage does say brother, the software has to be turned down to a pretty loose match, and you can see the percentages cranked down on the screen when that comes up. We also get some references to using modems and other things like that, which we don't see nearly as much of in TV and movies these days. So another generally well-executed episode, and one that works for what it is. If you were a new viewer, I'm not sure this... Actually, I am sure if you were a new viewer, I would not be using this as one of the episodes to introduce you to the series. Depending on who you are, I might go with one of the long-term story elements. Most likely, if it's a one-time introduction, I'd use one of the Stronger Monster of the Week episodes, and this just isn't one of the Stronger Monster of the Weeks. We do have some strong ones coming up, and in the not-too-distant future, we've got a pretty major turning point in terms of both the departure of Mitter's, and the arrival of a major contributor to the series. But those are still a few weeks away. What we have coming up next is Irresistible, which introduces us to Donnie Faster. So please join us again in two weeks for a discussion of Irresistible. Intro and outro music is Outside Poolside by Laswell, created under the Creative Commons license. All other content copyright 2015, Bureau 42. Please feel free to send any comments or feedback to bureau42podcasts at gmail.com or leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you for listening.